Welcome to the Veterinary Business Matters Podcast brought to you by Oculus Insights. Here we will discuss topics related to veterinary business management. From small to large animal, this podcast strives to give you the insight and tools to help you improve your veterinary business. Oculus Insights, supporting businesses where great people want to be. Hi and welcome to another podcast from Veterinary Business Matters brought to you by Oculus Insights. This is all part of the Oculus COVID-19 Resilience Guide for Veterinarians. Today's subject is marketing in the time of COVID-19 and I'm joined by some of my colleagues at Oculus and at my own practice. Uh, So number one, I'd like to introduce Heather McPherson. Heather handles all of the marketing for McKee Panel Equine Services and she's been doing that for about 10 years and takes care of our three practices in Canada and one in America and really make sure that we're out there to all of our local community. Welcome, Heather. Thanks, Mike. I'd also like to welcome Alyssa Rubenstein. Alyssa handles the marketing within Oculus and is just finishing off her degree in PR and communications. Welcome, Alyssa. Thanks, Mike. And then finally, Daniel McDonald. Uh, we do a lot of work with Daniel. His expertise and skill set is in digital ads and just connecting up all of the efforts we do online to make sure we're able to track who's coming out and seeing our posts and how to get them to see more of it. Really a rough way of describing it. Maybe you can explain a little bit better how you work, Daniel. That pretty much hit it on the head. Uh, I just help companies sort of use the information that their customers are giving to them keep it straight, and then help it uh, improve their bottom line and their customer service. And it's, it's great to be here. We have a few things to talk about today. And the biggest question I hear and what I've been reading, when you talk to our practices, our clients, and other practices reaching out to us is like, okay, this is going on. Our sales are going down. We're all in the midst of this COVID-19 pandemic. What should we do with marketing? I think we should cut our marketing budget. We should stop all marketing. And so my uh, question to you is, should veterinary practices remain at the same level of marketing, cut their marketing, stop it? What do we think? Let's start with you, Heather. I definitely think that practices should not stop marketing during this time. I think now more than ever, marketing's important. I can understand why they would want to cut their budget if things are tight and sales are down. But I think you need to have a long-term picture of it all and know that when we come out of this, it's going to be really competitive. And so I think taking the time now to tweak your marketing, make a long-term plan, I think that's a really good investment in time and money. What are your thoughts on that, Alyssa? I definitely agree with what Heather was saying. And I think now in time when you're tweaking your marketing, it's important to know what kind of message you're sending out. And I know um, we've talked about this a bit before, but what kind of tone are you sending out in your marketing and where are you going in that direction? So I think right now there's a lot of information out there and not everyone's sure what's correct and what's false and everyone's scared. So I think now is time to represent yourself in a positive manner, make sure that you're informed of the situation, but making sure that you're being a positive channel where people can go to and try to feel a bit more comforted in such an uncertain time. Yeah, and I think this is a great time because I think what's happening now, and I would agree with both Heather and Alyssa, and that you know most practices or most businesses are truly saying, well, I've got to cut somewhere. Marketing is going to be my first expense. Whereas now's a time that if everybody else is cutting back, uh, you can really be more present and really position yourself to increase market share or be more of a, a figure in the local veterinary market because people know you and you're giving the right messages, the right tone. The awareness of your business will really, really accelerate. But I think there's another 
another benefit too, and Daniel, you and I can talk about, you know, in terms of digital ads, they're much cheaper than they normally would be. And I know most of our practices are on Facebook and Instagram. We don't get the exposure we think we're getting, but now's the time to really jump on buying ads because of their price. For sure. I mean, the competition, uh, like you mentioned, is is falling. So that leaves some space for you to come in and, and really make a difference in the digital space. When you look at it, for right now, what's happening and, and what's going on. If you're looking at sort of digital marketing as a kind of a savior, something that will jump in and start to make you a bunch of money, that may work for you, but it's much more likely that this should be viewed as an investment. This is something that you're doing now that you'll see a return on because your competitors aren't doing it or because your competitors aren't doing it as well or as consistently as you are, where your competitors have the wrong message. So this is the time if you're going to to put some money into digital marketing, this is kind of like buying when the stock market is low. You've got a chance now to make a difference in that field uh, where your competitors may be uh, still selling or, or, or making a bit, uh, bit of panic decision-making. Right. But I want to talk about something that Alyssa brought up because I think this is critical because I think what we market or how we talk to our audience is changing now. You know, in terms of the tone of our posts, people are talking, is there a mixture of, you know, a third of your posts should be about COVID-19 and a third this, a third that. So Heather, you know, in terms of what you're doing and what you're seeing out there, what do you think the correct tone people should be using for their posts? Whether we're in the midst of a crisis or not, I think that your tone always needs to align with your brand's purpose. So I think you need to be true to that, but at the same time, be nimble and pivot based on the daily changes that are happening. We need to be super clear in our communications with people. So if your practice is still open, but you're operating differently, a portion of your posts and your email marketing and your website all need to be clear communications of how we're operating differently, how we're providing care, but keeping our staff safe, our clients safe, our patients safe. For us, what we've done recently is we've just put out some educational webinars because part of our brand's purpose is to educate horse owners, in our case, to be able to make informed decisions. So we've taken this as an opportunity to give back to our community. I think it's really important to keep in mind when you're designing your posts that people are really going to remember how they were treated right now. And I think you need to be there for your clients or your community in that way. My personal guideline is I just use our brand purpose and our company values to guide every decision that I make with our marketing. If it's questionable, I just don't do it. Right. I use our company values to make decisions. You know, that's an interesting angle in terms of a guideline is, you know, at Oculus, we're just big believers in purpose-built practices and having the values and the purpose, the purpose as in why you are doing what you're doing really does help decide how to make any decisions, whether you're hiring somebody, whether you're going to open up a a new kind of service, but it also applies to marketing. And I think in this time, it's even more important. Alyssa, anything that you wanted to add in terms of tone or how people should be communicating with their audience? Yeah, for sure. I definitely really agree with everything that Heather just said. At this time, it's really important that you're communicating with your clients um, how COVID has affected your practice. So are you only um, giving out essential services or how is this going to work when you show up at the farm to give horses whatever care they need or when uh, your animal needs to come into the vet, um, people need to know what process is in place. So it's really important right now that you have clear communication and that you're sticking with that. 
but also that you're adjusting day by day because as we know, everything has been changing every single day. It's really important to send out the message of how you can help. Um, And as I was saying before, being really positive and making sure that your clients know that you're there for them and you'll continue to be there for them every single day as this goes on. You know, it's funny, we're talking about being there for our clients. And I think we'll get into it in a little bit about things that we can do now that we're a bit slower and in marketing. And I think trying to understand your clients a little bit better of what they need, this is a good time to it. I'm just going to table that for a second because I just want to talk a little bit more about the tone. You know, the one thing I have noticed, and you know, I agree with everything that Heather and Alyssa said, is I get wary and I see other businesses are really trying to almost take advantage of this by. I haven't seen this in vet medicine, but I've seen it in other industries where they're taking advantage of like, hey, we're the only practice open or we're the only business open. You know, I think there's a fine line between telling the world that here are the services. I don't think this is the time for trying to have promotions on items and and really trying to hype up certain things because I think a lot of our clients, they want to do the bare minimum at least that they can for their pets and everybody is going to be financially tight. So I don't think this is the time to have uh, sales or special promotions or maybe I'm wrong. So I would ask any of you to chime in if maybe I'm being a bit too conservative Uh, I'd love to hear an opposing point of view from mine. I would like to jump in on that. I do agree with um, what you're saying. Um, I think it's really important when you see like maybe that other vet services are more open and stuff. And I think you have to think back to kind of what Heather was saying. What are your company's values? Um, And right now we're all trying to make sure that everyone stays safe. So if that's cutting back and only offering emergency services, then you're doing that to better the community and help out everyone in this crisis at this time. This isn't a place or a time right now to be um, profiting off of what's going on. It's very unfortunate that this is happening. And I think the biggest message you need to be sending to reflect your values as both a company and as veterinarians is that you're there for people when they need the help, but you also value the health and safety of both your employees, but also your clients. And you need to reflect that by the choices that you're making, whether you're staying open or only offering certain services. Right. Yeah. So Daniel, I want to ask you in terms of, you know, tying in everything that people do in marketing, you know, we think of marketing usually as just, you know, right now it's like Facebook or our website is up to date. But one of the things I've been noticing on it is that, I mean, there is so much news going on. There's so much online right now that it's harder and harder to to be noticed. And I think this is where the digital ads come in. But can you comment on having a broader approach, maybe now more than ever, that we've got to use all the platforms that we have access to, whether it's email or Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, website? I mean, can you talk about how we got to just have a more of a broader approach? Absolutely. Uh, And this kind of touches on what we were just talking about, uh, companies maybe looking like they're taking advantage at a time like this or or actually taking advantage at a time like this. That's definitely the wrong approach. But if you are putting some money and some time and some energy into, into your marketing right now, it's helpful to look at it sort of like the foundation on a house. Um, it kind of touches everything. It's, it holds up everything. But ordinarily, you don't think about it. It's not something that really uh, takes a lot of your time or, or energy to to be concerned about until it starts raining or until there's a crack or until there's a problem. And then uh, all of a sudden marketing is something that it's, it's really good to pay attention to. And so because of this, because of the situation that's happening right now, 
it's not good to go to your clients with maybe a sale or to take advantage of it uh, in that way, but it is good to use the momentum that people are, are experiencing that kind of, we should be looking at this. It's good to use that internally to kind of maybe take a look at your marketing. What that looks like uh, is kind of to set it up, thinking about the foundation, uh, thinking about having that as kind of touching everything and being a part of your business in a deep way. So you should have sort of all the channels set up digitally uh, that you can. Uh, that's important because that's something that you can use to collect a lot of information that your your clients are giving you. Um, and they're doing it. This isn't a sneaky kind of thing to do. Um, they're doing it because you're, you're offering them a lot of value, whether it's in terms of content, videos, articles, things like that, that you're, you're putting out there. Or uh, it can be value in terms of just kind of keeping things on autopilot for, uh, for them, reminding them when things are, are coming up or reminding them the weather's changing. This is something that you guys should be doing, things like that. You're providing a lot of really, really useful information uh, to them. Um, and that is, is much easier to do. And it's, it's probably best to do it, uh, to only do it, if you do have that kind of uh, all-channel approach, setting it up through ads and through Facebook and through your website and through uh, content on whatever platforms you can. Uh, so this is a great time to start looking at that and setting that up. And it's also a great time to take a, a look at the information that you have collected already or that you would be collecting once you set this kind of uh, stuff up. Maybe are you tracking whether it's successful or not or, or the records that you've collected from clients um, I know that takes a long time to kind of sort through and look through and keep it clean and organized. But if you have time now, uh, this is a great opportunity to to take a look at that and use the momentum to kind of go through and see where you can make changes or improvements and, and use it to improve your customer service and to uh, uh, hopefully as this economy starts to pick back up again and as things get back to normal uh, to improve your bottom line as well. Yeah. So I think that's a great segue into the next part I want to talk about, because I'm looking at this as a, as some of the practices that we work with is this is a great time to, for a lot of us, particularly in the northern parts of North America, where it's seasonal and, you know, March, you know, is usually the beginning to our busy season, April, May and June, July, where this is when we're at our most frantic, but we're not going to be at that level this year. And if you are in a situation where you're able to keep most of your employees on board with various government supports that are out there. To me, this looks like an opportunity of really working with your marketing plan and content creation. I know Heather talked about that, you know, doing webinars that we're, you know, we're doing those on a once a week basis through this month. But also I know I've talked to other practices. It's just about, all right, now here's your plan. You know, we're always rushing to catch up and it's Monday morning. We're like, oh my gosh, what are we going to post this week? But now we can start maybe putting in the plan for the next three months, you know, using doctors to make content, whether it's a little blog or or, you know, some posts, some photos, some videos, anybody, uh, Heather, Alyssa, or Daniel, what, what do you think about that? And what are some of the things that people can do in these slower times to really jumpstart their marketing stuff that when this is over, they've got something that is really special out there? We'll start with you, Heather. Well, I can speak from personal experience. I've done an audit and the things on my to-do list are make sure our website is up to date, slick, ticking all the boxes that it's been on my to-do list for a long time, but I've never had the time or the opportunity. I've never been able to reach out to the entire practice and say, how can you help me build the best website? So where our veterinarians and our support staff have a little bit more time right now and they want to be creative, that's what I'm finding is really helpful. Other things, I'm fortunate enough to be full-time marketing in a vet practice, but I don't think that that's typical. So where I have our email marketing set up, it works fine. 
but it is not being used to the best of its abilities. So I'm going in and auditing workflows and things like that. So the automation is, is there. The tools are available. It's just, it takes a lot of time to implement sometimes that we just don't always have. So those are a few of the things that for me personally, I've been working on. Inside the practice, I've also taken the opportunity to do a little bit of in-house training. I have really, really great veterinarians and support staff, and they're super creative. So they just don't always understand how to create content that's going to work well. So I just give them a little training, and then all of a sudden, it flows so much better. So those are a few of the things that I would recommend. How about you, Daniel? You are working on some vet practices in terms of now that they have some time, what should they be focusing on? Well, just to continue what Heather was saying, that training um, aspect of it is really important right now, um, especially if you've got vets or, or areas of your practice that are a bit slower than normal. I know that vets, <laughs> the continuing education side of the vet world is a very big uh, part of it. Um, and this is the, the opportunity to do a bit of internal continuing education for sort of how you want your practice to run, uh, but also a chance to get some feedback. What, what are clients saying uh, to your vets? What are they wishing that they had the opportunity to do with your practice? This is a marketing buzzword, but are there any pain points that they're experiencing that, that uh, you can relay back? And then maybe looking at some opportunities to fix that while you're, you're in this uh, position. And then if there's a sort of a, a point that's been recognized by your own staff uh, that they don't really like to do or use, or you think it could be used a bit better, this is the opportunity to kind of go through that and, and train and see if there's a way around it or, or any opportunity. Uh, just a chance to breathe and, and take a step back. And then when you come back to full strength and everything's busy again, uh, you'll have, just like Heather said, things will be running a lot smoother and you'll have a chance to, to kind of take advantage of the systems you've got and use them to their full potential. Yeah, and I think uh, to your point, and I know in our own practice, some of the other practices that we work with, I'm taking this as time as, you know what, this, this is when you reach out. If you have time to talk to clients directly, you know, mm -hmm. and say, you know, how can we help you? In marketing, we assume a lot of what people yeah. want, but now's the time to actually talk to people and, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, a, a pet owner that's got a bunch of cats or, you know, multi-dog household, what do they need from their vet at this time? We may find that it gives us some great insights to how we want to offer services post-COVID-19 too, when things start to return to normal. Alyssa, what would you like to add to this? I know you've always got some good ideas about what people should be doing with to create content and to get things going for their business. Yeah. So just hearing everyone talk and listening to it, what I think a lot of us are getting at is looking down at your objectives and how those are going to be changing during COVID-19. And I think um, previously, before all this happened, a lot of the objectives were action-based. So um, increase clients or make more sales, things like that. But now we're having to take a step back because of everything that's going on. And I think we need to go back into different objectives such as awareness. Now is a really great time, as a lot of us talked about, to just maybe not necessarily promote um, what your like offers or anything like that, but just promote awareness of who you are, what you're doing, what you represent. And I think as Heather was talking, there's a lot of different creative ways to do that, whether it is having those weekly webinars where um, clients get the opportunity to learn more while they're staying at home. Or maybe it's throughout the week, you choose one dedicated week for somebody to make a positive post just to boost people's spirits during such a hard time. Or maybe it's the opportunity for um, 
vets to post something personal that they've been doing to try and stay positive or any fun things like that, um, just to keep everyone more positive, even though it's such a hard time. But also um, going back to those straight objectives of just allowing people to be more aware of who you are, your brand. And then when we this all comes to an end, that will definitely help because you now have all these people who are more aware of you to then implement maybe those um, action objectives. Very good. So last thing I want to talk about, and this is the new thing that, you know, everybody's talking about. It's not new, but it's sort of, let's say, new to us. And that is telemedicine and how we're going to go and start promoting telemedicine because this is brand new. So, you know, just like we are a, offering a new kind of service, we are going to offer ultrasound or dentistry, what have you. Are there any pitfalls in promoting a new service? So we can use telemedicine, but as I said, it could be anything. So Heather, do you have any suggestions on what people need to do when they're promoting a new service? I think during this time, if you're promoting a service that is a necessity, it's a totally different situation than, say, promoting dentistry in a time when it's not an essential service, for example. Vet practices would be smart to be able to pivot and be nimble and provide this telemedicine service. That is, for the most part, new. I mean, I don't have any experience with it personally. I have a lot of pets. I haven't had the opportunity to use it with our veterinarians, and then we haven't done it within our practice. But I would assume, like any new service, you just want to make sure that your systems are in place and that they've been tried and true so that there's a lot less questions and that the customer experience is a good one and that they don't say, okay, so I'd like some telemedicine and we don't really know what that looks like. So I think preparation is key. Marketing a new service that is is improving the customer experience in this situation is only a good thing. Right. And Alyssa, do you have any comments on that? As Heather said, I don't have a lot of experience actually using telemedicine, but I think it's important if you're a practice and you're offering this service, you need to make sure that your clients are understanding the full extent of what they're getting into. They need to know that you are not there to physically examine the horse or dog, cat, whatever animal, and there could be something missing based off telemedicine. You need to know the risks um, that you're getting into when you're offering that kind of service. And how about yourself, Daniel? I've seen it a little bit just in, in testing and trials, what telemedicine can look like in the equine world. I've come across some examples of of what vets do in sort of the small animal practice, but I've never seen it kind of function. I've never used it myself. But just on a more fundamental level, this is this goes back to just collecting, you're collecting information. And so a big part of that is making sure that you keep it straight on your end, uh, keep it organized, keep it clean. Uh, and that you do a good job of keeping it secure um, and that it's accessible uh, to the people that need it to do their jobs and to the clients so they can see what's there, kind of creates a record. There are a lot of opportunities with telemedicine, I think, that are really exciting. There's a ton of stuff you can do once you've created a record of the treatments that you've done and how that integrates with the client and the patient. And you can create a lifetime relationship with the things that you're doing uh, that way. So it's really exciting from a from kind of a, a structural perspective. But in terms of the crisis that we're facing right now and implementing something during this time, I think this is a really good time to do it because it's it's a bit of a different time. Uh, in a normal situation, if you're launching a product uh, like that, then you, you kind of have all that inertia that goes with it, that fear of change. You also have a lot of testing that needs to go into it to make sure it's perfect because people are expecting uh, perfection 
in, in normal times. But if you want to use this time as a catalyst uh, to kind of continue helping your patients and to, to bring out a new service, this is the time to do it with a bit of humor, with a bit of um, we're all in this together. This is something that we're trying to bring better service to you guys uh, and then kind of continue to build it and, and make it perfect uh, so that when you come out of this, you have a new service that you're offering that functions the way everyone expects it to. But So it is a unique time and it's a unique product. And I think those two things go together really, really well. Great. That's all I had for my uh, agenda items to discuss. I don't know if anything anybody else wanted to bring up, any last thoughts or any uh, things they wish they could be doing as an opportunity, because I think you know this is an opportunity for us to shift how we're doing things. Well, if not, I want to thank you very, very much. I appreciate it. I think we'll be probably talking about this more as this as this pandemic develops right now. Safe to say is unless you necessarily have to keep your marketing efforts up, you know, this is actually a time to invest in marketing because now you're going to reach the most people and the, our ability to reach them is actually the cheapest it's been in a while. So thank you all very much and uh, look forward to talking to you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. At Oculus Insights, we care a lot about animals, but we also care about the health of the veterinary profession. Our goal is to support veterinary businesses around the world by helping you clear your path to success. 